0: what's up everyone this is jeremy john one half of the sports reality team just wanted to remind you that you can now listen to our podcast on itunes google play and soundcloud on any of those platforms just search the sports reality hit the subscribe button and now you'll be up to date on all of our content thank you for tuning into this episode and enjoy the show Up, everyone! Welcome to the Sports Reality. My name is Jeremy John, and I'm here with my co-host Matthew White. Matthew, how is everything going with you?
1: Going pretty good, man. How's everything going with you, Jeremy?
0: Doing good, doing good, man. How was the weekend?
1: Weekend was. It was actually really, really cool. Like I went to this brunch thing at Union Market. Perfect. And it was pretty lit like i don't i'm not like a big brunch guy but it was cool it was definitely it was neat
0: you're not a big brunch guy
1: i mean i don't i don't i don't don't go to brunches too often (laughs) like it's cool but like that's not something that i do
0: man brunch is some of the best foods man
1: look i agree i believe you but you know get the waffles and the
0: omelets the, the eggs the steak out
1: here mimosas bacon. all that mimosas. good,
0: man Bloody what are mimosas Mary.
1: good oh not everybody with thug muscles.
0: out here <laughs> that's what's up that's what's up man well hey everyone knows why we're here today we're going to talk mostly about super bowl 52 between the philadelphia eagles and the new england patriots but also we have do have some NBA News will have our Chump and Champ of the Week and our Reddit Topics of the Week. We have some interesting topics, so make sure you stay tuned. Matt, just give a teaser real quick. A teaser for your Topic of the Week.
1: My Topic of the Week has something to do with the Wizards.
0: All right. And my Topic of the Week has something to do with championships. So we'll get into that in our Reddit topic of the week segment. Let's start off with some weekend quick hitters. Duke loses to St. John's in New York at Madison Square Garden. I feel like whenever these two teams play cuz they play every year. they that's one of the uh games that they schedule every year, but whenever they play at Madison Square Garden, I feel like the game is either close or st john's just flat out wins um what's your i guess memory of this i guess you could say this yearly get together between these teams
1: like you, i mean there are always good games like even no matter what like you said they're either uh, they're either good or blowouts you know what i'm saying There, but that's you know i feel like that's how duke gets beat sometimes when they lose they either get blown out or it's a good game like, I don't know. And Duke's defense this year is not supposed to be like their their best player is supposed to be one of the worst defenders in college basketball. I think right? uh, Bagley,
0: uh huh,
1: terrible defender. Apparently, so you know you can't you can't you can't play good you can't play bad defense and expect to win. Sometimes
0: that is true. That is true. I do remember uh, Ron Artest when he was at St. John's oh, St. and how in, he in, was How he would just torch Duke. And I remember I think he beat them like twice maybe. Um, And then I remember, man, there was another like swing man. Oh man, I can't remember his name. It's, uh, and I remember he hit, I remember he got fouled and time expired. So he had to hit free throws to win the game and he ended up winning. He ended up hitting the free throws, but those were like some big marquee games um I want to say that year was one of the years like JJ Reddick was on the team so that was like a big thing beating Duke when JJ Reddick was there so yeah they, anytime these two teams play and specifically whenever they play in New York, the games are usually pretty close um when um they're in Durham North Carolina I can't really say the same thing <laughs> um let's just get right into it Super Bowl 52 was this sunday and we're just going to say congratulations to the philadelphia eagles
1: Baby, um
0: i know you're not too happy about that um uh, I
1: mean, if you're gonna lose to somebody i'm glad the vikings lost to the people that won the super bowl you know you know what i'm saying That they just didn't everybody lost to the eagles in the playoffs.
0: that is true that is true um before we get into the specifics of the game was this Super Bowl a good game?
1: This was a good Super Bowl. Absolutely. Mine is the halftime show. This was a good Super Bowl. It's <sighs> so disrespectful yeah. Yeah. for yeah. you to say Sorry. something like that. We will get into the we will get
0: into halftime show. Um and I'll give you my thoughts about it. But uh yeah, it was a pretty good game. Uh Eagles win 41-33. Let's just start breaking down um score by score first drive of the game eagles go down and they kick a 25 yard field goal to go up 3-0 at that point in the game even though it was the first quarter and it was the first drive i was nervous because obviously um as many of you all know i said logic says that the patriots win but my gut says eagles win and i did have a score of 31-26 So that was my uh, prediction and making the prediction. Of course, you want to be right with your prediction. Uh, So when I saw that the Eagles went down and scored a field goal, I said, oh my goodness, they got so close. Like they needed a touchdown and it was 14 plays, 67 yards. The good thing it was, it was a seven minute drive. And, but they only came out, they came out with a field goal. And then, um, Patriots come down, and they themselves have a similar situation. They get down the field and they kick a twenty-six yard, a twenty-six yard field goal, um, in nine plays and three minutes and thirty-eight seconds. Um, at this point in the game, um, what are your thoughts? Tied three-three, 3 first quarter still.
1: Tied three-three. I think it's you know I, I think like nothing has happened so far. Like I think this is just a normal like exchange between two playoff teams and you know that it's still like a it's, it's still a definitely a normal just good football game right now like nothing too exciting has happened it's just good but you know you know how the rest of this game is probably good you know how this game is about to turn
0: <laughs> alshon jeffrey a minute and 43 seconds later scores on a 34 yard bomb from nick Foles. um nick who? nick Foles, and uh i think this is at if you are at a super bowl party or you're somewhere where people are talking and things like that this is the uh, point in the game where
1: round up a little bit
0: yeah and this is the point in the game where you realize hold on malcolm butler hasn't stepped on the field yet uh-oh yeah we will get into that later <laughs> in this segment but because okay i was at my cousin's house you know we're, we were cooking you know the game is on but i was kind of you know first quarter i'm going you back and forth from exactly. the from the kitchen i was actually we were actually outside on the grill even in the rain that's my how you know you, you, you about that life I'm uh chicken, s- jerk chicken. <laughs> man i wish man we didn't have jerk this time we didn't have jerk this time yeah, but, but um
1: take away your jamaican card dog i uh, cannot uh,
0: ain't jamaican but i feel you on that one (laughs) um so uh you know going back and forth from the kitchen to the to the outside to where the tv is in the living room um i didn't pick up that malcolm butler was not in the game and it was that play when i realized hold on this dude is not in the game, so we're gonna get into that late, uh, later. So score is now a nine to three because of a botched um, extra um, point attempt. But then in the second quarter, Legarrette Blunt with a twenty yard, twenty one yard run for a touchdown. They also failed on the um, conversion. I thought at that point in the game, it was a little too early to start going for two point conversions um but we're gonna see later as we get through this segment why you know the eagles won and we'll get into the specifics of it legarre blunt 21 yard uh touchdown run to make it i think at that point 15 to 3 then uh gaskowski uh went down let, uh, yeah, Gaskowski, who's a very consistent kicker, he missed an extra point and he missed a field goal that were like chip shots.
1: The, the at, field goal might not have all been on him, though. Like the hold was a little janky on that one field goal. Like,
0: I would say that's this. Not,
1: that's not
0: fault. I would say this. I agree with you. It was a little not like
1: they didn't, he didn't have, he didn't, uh, he didn't plant it. Like he bobbled the plant the first time, and then the kicker tried to reload his kick, and obviously that did not work out well.
0: The reason why, okay, yes, you may you have a point there, but Guskowski is usually one of the most consistent kickers. Who, in situations like that, he still is able to get it through. I mean,
1: normally is
0: it could just been. This one really was like the exception or it could have been this is oh, the Super Bowl weather. or what
1: the incumbent weather,
0: <laughs> the weather in the in the dome, correct? Um, hey,
1: or maybe with some of that good, e- the Eagles luck that they needed that somebody had fit, that was the 90 the, the year old fan. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's true. That's very true. So at this point, the score is 15 to six. And then um, James White scores a touchdown for the Patriots. Uh, there was that was a failed um, PAT attempt, so it ended up being um, 15 to 12. And at this point, what are your thoughts? 15 to 12, second quarter.
1: 15, 12. It's 15, 12, Eagles, right? Yes. Man, I'm still like. I'm a little worried just because the Patriots are like still keeping pace. Like I wanted I, I guess that I'm rooting for the Eagles this game. So I don't like that the 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 game will be tied. Like the game is supposed to be tied. Like the uh-huh. Sowski doesn't miss that field goal that many times. And yeah, I don't know. I'm a little worried for the Eagles just because the Patriots are not far away.
0: But then like, he- the Eagles the eagles marched down the field seven plays 70 yards in a minute and 30 seconds pretty much running out the time in the first half that
1: was a very important drive
0: fourth and goal from the one yard line before they call up (laughs) before they even when they're there and there it's fourth down what are you saying
1: they should, I, I don't yeah. know. I, I I have like no clue. I thought they were gonna try to slant, quick slant to Alshon, or what is it, the fade to Alshon? Just something like I, whatever they called. I did no, never would have ever guessed this. This was like some. I was telling whoever uh, I was watching with some of my friends. I was like, "Yo, it's kind of like people are playing Madden right now. <laughs> they pulled out all of the crazy playbook."
0: But you got to remember, the third down play was the throw to Alshon Jeffrey, which Alshon Jeffrey was being mugged on that play. Uh, Uh, It was, it
1: was, it was close. It was close because he didn't, he didn't pull him that much. He definitely had the hook on him, but he didn't turn him that much. mm -hmm. I I don't know. I think that that was like a decent no call, but it could, it could have called pass interference, and that would have been fine too. But if they would have called passing the friends we would not have gotten this amazing fourth down play
0: that is very true cuz on fourth down okay clock is winding down on the play clock
1: uh-huh. and
0: i'm sitting there like okay they're going to call a timeout and they're going to kick the field goal and at that point i'm like look take the points you know you know you know the points are there take the three points mm-hmm. it would have been 18 to uh 12 you're up six going into the half okay like,
1: That's go ahead. They
0: Have
1: call timeout.
0: The mm-hmm, they call timeout. And the offense comes back out again Ooh. on the field. And at that point, I'm yelling at the TV. And I'm like, just take the delay game. That'll take <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> and kick the field goal. Because obviously, you can't call two timeouts go back to back, back. back, back in, the, in, in, the, in football. So I'm like, nah. And they're there. And you see Nick Foles. Hey, he's walking up to the line of scrimmage and he's you know yelling out the calls to the offensive linemen and at this point the clock is winding down on the play clock and i'm sitting there like yeah they're just not gonna snap the ball it's gonna be a delay game you see the snap goes straight to the running back running back rolls to his left drops it to the tight end burton Burton runs to his right and finds Nick Foles wide open he was forgotten by the defense Nick Foles catch the ball for one yard touchdown and I was just like wow gutsy um, also I'm thinking yeah, I, that is the reason why he is an NFL head coach <laughs> Doug Peterson um, and I'm just sitting there like man impressive impressive that
1: was, good. That was really good
0: now we've been talking a lot about the Eagles, but in the first half, Tom Brady. I mean, okay game. Uh, yeah. You know, he wasn't he's, a
1: crazy Brady like first half.
0: Yeah, definitely wasn't crazy. He, he's playing all right. You know, he's getting pressured by four. Mm. How how, uh, how many times have I said that?
1: I mean, he nobody likes that, but Tom Brady really does not like that. I guess
0: really doesn't like that. So we get to halftime. And real quick, let's take a little break. Halftime show.
1: What's your grade yeah. for the halftime show? Man, this halftime show. You said what was my grade for the halftime show? Yeah, what's your grade? Uh it's it's a C minus. Like I'm not gonna give him a D or an F because it wasn't terrible, but like it definitely was is I don't know halftime show you want to get A's and B's only and this was definitely not that good
0: I would have to agree with you also the halftime show was a C minus can't even give it a C it was a (laughs) C minus and honestly
1: if it wasn't Justin it would have been a D plus
0: I wouldn't even say that this is what saved justin timberlake and even with me saying that it wasn't even like it was that great the tribute to prince
1: see that it wasn't
0: thing. it wasn't great at all
1: it was what saved
0: them is that they he him or the producers even thought about prince that's the only thing that saved
1: them. it was Im- but like Prince said that he did not want that type of stuff done for him. You know what I'm saying? That is true. Like, that is so, true. Like it's cool or whatever. And he's from Minnesota, and Prince is like a great, but he said that he did not want that stuff done for him. That is oh, very okay. true. Like, they skirted. Cool. Of course, it was cool. Like it's Prince. Everybody they wants. Th- Prince. They
0: skirted the system because uh, Prince said he didn't want any holograms, holographs of him, projection. Put a projection. But a projection. <laughs> And then of course you see the flyover where the, the, the Minneapolis is purple. Oh no, those... that was
1: cool. That was the that was super cool. I'm glad yes. to say that, and,
0: that the... and for those that don't know, Prince is from Minnesota, and I mean
1: made an awful fight song for the Vikings like five years ago. But it's still Prince, so it's lit.
0: There's a oh I gotta go listen to it.
1: Oh, there's it's a, not good. A
0: Prince fight uh, a, a Minnesota fight song. Wow, Ooh. I definitely gotta go listen to it.
1: For Brett Favre, the Brett Favre led Vikings into the, uh, the Saints.
0: I know, I know. Of course, whenever the Vikings score touchdown, they play "Let's Go Crazy," which is a very great, great song. Great song. Um, but, anyways, the fact that they, you know, the entire city is uh, purple, or at least the skyline is purple, that was cool. Like,
1: super dope.
0: That was really cool. And
1: Justin Timberlake did not sing that though. He did not sing the lights purple
0: no justin Timberlake didn't sing okay. much and it, you know what i can't really blame him that is the way these halftime shows are going they pre-record everything and then they yeah. lip sync it They're
1: and, big performances like you can't be running around and singing all over the place that's too much work
0: but i feel like people would actually enjoy you like being organic like it doesn't have to sound I mean, perfect. probably
1: like yeah that's i don't know they should because that's that's kind of what makes the national anthem dope when people have like dope renditions of the national anthem mm-hmm. yeah I, I don't know and the star-spangled banner and such yeah i, I mean the only thing that
0: hurts is people who can't sing that's who it yeah, hurts true, true when they can't sing be that's when it's that's when it's a problem
1: that's when you get a mariah carey video
0: very true very true all i want for christmas is you
1: Dude,
0: to up. <laughs> but um yeah so halftime showed to me c minus in my opinion um, good. it was like some of the song. of course he's pushing his new song so he had his new songs on there sorry just have some breaking news uh but um i guess we will talk about it later but something oh just flashed. Something that can be very good for both of us, Matt. Something uh, that can be very no good. <laughs> so um Yeah, so I just got distracted right there, but that's good. I'm I'm kinda happy. It could be. Let I me mean, not put the cart before the horse. But anyways.
1: How old are you?
0: Pretty old. <laughs> <laughs> so we go into the second half going into the second half the score is now 22 to 12 and i feel like at this point josh mcdaniels and tom brady and bill belichick are just like you know what we have this tight end named rob gronkowski and we're gonna actually start throwing the ball to him and we're talking about right off the break right right after halftime two minutes and 45 seconds rob gronkowski gets a five-yard touchdown reception for his first of the of the night and then then,
1: uh gronk is is the best tight end to ever play football
0: that is not a stretch and i would agree with you
1: when gronk is healthy He is the best like it's not it's not even a question like The only question, the only thing with Gronk is if he's healthy. Like, if he's healthy, the Patriots go to the Super Bowl. If he's hurt, the Patriots maybe go to the Super Bowl. Like, Gronk is amazing. Like, there will, it will be a very long time before, or not a long, I'm not going to say a long time, but players like Gronk are, they're few and far between. Like, there's not too many of them.
0: Yeah, it's, um... Gronk, gronk is definitely the man he is man, definitely gotta the best that, man. best at that position all time like he's better than tony gonzalez sorry like
1: it's yeah. not even close like if gonzo and his like gonzo and uh gronk got drafted the same year people will be looking at gonzo like man he's good and he plays a lot of game. but when gronkowski is healthy he is just better than him like that's just fact like is. Bigger, stronger, faster.
0: So at this point, the game is now 22-19. But the Eagles bounce right back with a 22-yard pass from Nick Foles to Clement um, to make the score 29-19. to This was one of the first controversial calls right here of the game. So he catches the ball in the back of the end zone. First thoughts, did you think it was a touchdown?
1: thought it was a touchdown
0: i thought it was a touchdown too even it's after the, the re one? even after the replay i still think it was a touchdown and the reason why i think it was a touchdown is the way he caught it was unorthodox but that doesn't mean that he didn't have control doesn't and mean I it's think, not a catch exactly i think people get so hung up and you have to put it like you have to like really tuck it no he had the ball it was What's sticking it was sticking out you know in an odd position but he never but he lost it. control
1: and, and what david tyree caught a football on the top of somebody's helmet
0: yes and somehow that was a catch like that's i think fine. that's a that's a great that's point fine. that you bring up like it's a non-traditional way of catching the ball and securing it but it still was secured it it took two took two steps and almost got the third in went down held had controlled the ball again of course they reviewed it Eagle that's in. something
1: i don't i don't really like that rule how the ball can't like move too much when you go down i feel like once you get the two feet in like that's or the football move that should be the touchdown
0: exactly so the call is upheld it's now at this point uh 22 to uh, 29 to 19 chris hogan gets a touchdown three minutes and 55 seconds uh i think uh or the next scoring drive uh, Hogan gets the touchdown, twenty-six yard pass from Tom Brady, and the score now is twenty-six, twenty-nine, twenty-six. Eagles going to the, into the fourth quarter. Did you still think the Eagles were going to win?
1: Twenty-nine, twenty-six. Mm-hmm. I'm, I think it's close. Like I'm, I said that the Eagles were going to need to sc- like keep scoring, and they kept scoring. So I'm, I'm thinking that the Eagles are going to. You know, They're doing what I thought that they needed to do to win. So as long as they keep scoring, I think they got it.
0: Well, my prediction was 31-26 Eagles, and I'm seeing the score as 29-26. And I'm sitting there like, you know what? I don't know if the Eagles could put up more than three points in this fourth (laughs) quarter. So I'm getting nervous because I also don't think the Patriots – it's like they're now in rhythm. Like, it oh, no. took them a they while to get their So, I'm like, you know what? Even though I said the Patriots are only going to score 26 points, they're in rhythm, and they may actually score more. Um, going into the fourth quarter, Jake Elliott with a 42-yard field goal. How clutch was that field goal?
1: Um, It's the like they have ice water in their veins sometimes. Like, the kickers are just – I don't know. That was super clutch. That, they needed that. That was very big.
0: Yes. Uh, rookie kicker, by the way.
1: Hey, out here. They should pay. They, they need to give my man a bonus.
0: So, now the, the score now is 32 to 26. But uh, Rob Gronkowski can't be stopped.
1: Like <laughs> Stoppable
0: <laughs> gets down the field. They score a touchdown to take the lead, oh, yeah. thirty-three to thirty-two. And did you see Gronkowski's dance that he did? No,
1: nah, what dance
0: did he do? His little—I don't even know what it was. he did. Some like I don't know. It was just funny. It was very uh, I wouldn't even say t- it was un-Gronk like because Gronk is so like aggressive. You know, he does the big spike and all of that. But he did he something, something through the ground. He did some some some. I don't even know how to describe yeah, some it.
1: work. He's been watching Travis Kelsey. He, he
0: he actually had some finesse work. It was kind of funny. It was kind of funny uh, what he did. And of course, at that point, they're up thirty three to thirty two. And um, so where are you where are your mind? Where's your mind going with this game, at?
1: Now thirty three thirty two. Uh, thirty three thirty two. I'm pretty worried now. (laughs) I'm a little worried because the the Patriots are, you know, they have the lead in the fourth quarter. That's only not good.
0: (laughs) Yes, I'm also like, you know what? I don't know. Like, (laughs) (laughs) like
1: we're looking around the room like
0: (laughs) we're asking too much of Nick Foles right now. My man. He already at this point has two touchdowns and a touchdown reception. Like his fantasy points are already through the roof.
1: He has some crazy numbers. (laughs) Like
0: we are asking for too much for Nick Foles. But you know what? He just really proved that he was here to win.
1: Nick Foles came out here and pretended he was Joe Flacco.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Joe Montana, actually. I wouldn't even say you know Joe what? Flack.
1: <laughs> he Give was it. out. It. It.
0: And, you know, there was a crucial fourth and third, for, fourth and three. About mm-hmm. It was about midfield. There was still some time on the clock. And of course, I'm saying, yeah, you got to go for it because at this point in the game, if you don't go for it, you're pretty much allowing the Patriots to milk the clock and the patriots might actually score a touchdown and now you're 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 down by eight so now you have to score a touchdown and convert a two-point conversion just to tie the game i'm like hey you gotta go for it and i do believe some coaches in the nfl would have punted that ball even in the super bowl they would have punted that ball and Doug Peterson said, nah, we're about to go for it. And if we fail, then I got this defense and we're going to try and stop him. Um worst case scenario, they scored touchdown, but they will also score the touchdown sooner because they're closer to the end zone. Let's go for it. They go for it. Foles gets pressured up the middle, steps to his left, gets enough room, and puts it right on the mark for Zach Ertz to get the first down. Ooh. Then a few plays later, Zach Ertz catches uh, uh pretty much a post route. I think it was a post. I got. I probably got to go look at the at the all twenty twos. But from the television point of view, it definitely looked like he ran a post. Hey, he catches it, catches it. Take two, takes two steps, lunges for the end zone, breaks the plane. When the he hits the ground, the ball pops out, and of course, everyone remembers Jesse James in the regular season against the patriots and everyone now is kind of like are they really about to take this touchdown away and that was on third down like are they really about to take this touchdown away it was a long review and gene sterator like i can't stand gene sterator as a referee he has screwed my Cowboys over. <laughs> he has probably screwed your Vikings at some point <laughs> over. And when he comes for these reviews, he always has this smirk on his face, like, like I'm about to screw someone.
1: I'm about over. to make somebody <laughs> upset.
0: Yeah. And he comes with this smirk. And he's about to announce the call, and then when he has the smirk, I'm like, yo, they're about to cheat the Eagles. <laughs> Cause this one was legitimately a catch, two steps, and a lunge. Kind of similar to Des Bryant in his catch, but uh we won't go there right now. We will not go there.
1: <laughs> Who's that guy? We will
0: not go there. Um comes back he says the call is confirmed there's a touchdown so uh now the the eagles decide okay they're gonna go for the two-point conversion to make it at that point it would have been a seven-point game if they converted and they did not convert so now they're only up by five points a lot of time on the clock two minutes and change on the clock and the Patriots have two timeouts, and the two, and the two minute warning. So essentially, three timeouts. The very next drive, before the drive even starts, are you in your head? What what, what are you thinking? Like, are are you thinking the Eagles are gonna hold this hold them off, or you know, what, Brady's about to have another like storybook ending, and we're all about to just be blown at the end of the game?
1: See, at this point. I'm like, I'm. This is tough because this is when normally like the fluke stuff will happen, like something crazy will happen, like Marshawn mm-hmm. like, won't run the ball, or something just really wild will happen, or like but a David Tyree
0: catch, catch, exactly, a Mario exactly. Manningham catch yeah. on the sideline. So
1: like I'm kind of, I'm kind of ready for like that, but I don't know which way it's gonna go. Like I don't know if it's gonna go to help the Patriots or to hurt the Patriots.
0: Also, remember Julian Edelman last year. That crazy catch that he had, where he caught he had it a wild off.
1: catch on the side. He bounced off somebody on, on the sidelines.
0: on their foot, and then he catches it like on top of bodies, like crazy. crazy. So these things happen
1: all the time every Tom Brady Super Bowl.
0: But the Eagles come out; they get enough pressure. Not even just enough pressure; they have a strip fumble. And crazy. even when it hits the ground, this is one of the moments where the bounces always go the Patriots' way.
1: Oh, no, I <laughs> and, thought somebody was going to pick it up for the Patriots and run it back.
0: And it literally bounced right to an Eagles player. Eagles get the ball. And Eagles, they end up going down, um, getting a, I think they got a first down, a couple first downs. Um, nelson aguilar ran out of bounds to stop the clock for the for the patriots uh trying to get a first down and in my head i'm like you don't stop the clock like even if you're like a yard short just go down don't don't go don't stop the clock against the patriots but i guess things balanced out because bill belichick made a coaching blunder out there (laughs) <laughs> he called his last timeout at the two-minute and three-second mark.
1: I mean, you don't want to do that because then you now, don't have any else the two-minute.
0: Now, usually, you want to call your timeouts before the two-minute because at least you get the two-minute warning. But that's if you know, that's if it's like a third down. Yeah. He called the timeout on, like, the second down. And so you saved three seconds, but then you lost 40 on the back end. Eagles score field goal. It's now 38-33. And the last drive, Brady has the ball. I think it was fourth down, converts to fourth down. Then they get closer. They get to the 50-yard line. With nine seconds left, Brady launches Hail Mary, and it was close. It, it was close. It was close. Uh, Rob Gronkowski was just did, did you see the, the isolated video of him, highlight of him, where he was just running down the field, pushing people?
1: I mean, that's what he's supposed to do. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's was what needed down, to happen.
0: He was running down the field, pushing people as he was ran down the field, elevated. And Eagles just got enough of the ball to deflect it. And even then, it still almost was caught by Amendola, uh for the, the, the game-time touchdown. Um, so Eagles win 41-33. Now we want some real analysis here. We just recap the entire game, some real analysis here. Uh, Nick Foles, 28 for 43, 373 yards, three touchdown, one interception. And I do have an interesting thing about the interception that he touchdown threw. Catch too. Oh, a touchdown catch, yes. The interception that he threw, uh-huh. that could have easily just been a catch by Alshon Jeffrey. Yeah. And that would have been more points on the board. It this game should
1: have been. That catch, like, I'm not going to say nine times out of ten, but probably like seven times out of ten he makes that catch. Mm-hmm.
0: And this game could have been more out of hand in
1: the favor of the Eagles. If oh no, this game could have been over at the start of the fourth,
0: <laughs> it could have been over if that had happened. Uh, but uh, yeah, Nick Foles only one interception. Tom Brady, Super Bowl record 505 passing yards. Well,
1: he had to light it up 28 48. The defense
0: is
1: terrible.
0: Their defense is pretty bad, and that brings me. To the point that I've been waiting to discuss.
1: Is this about a cornerback that got held out of the game? Uh,
0: Yes, it is. Malcolm Butler, starting cornerback for the New England Patriots. Did not start the Super Bowl. Not only did he not start, he only played one special team's play. Never got on the field for defense. He was in uniform and also did not find out he was not going to play until... The national anthem bill Belichick was asked about it after the game he said he felt like um the game plan that he had would have been better without malcolm butler on the field now that was a paraphrase i that wasn't the exact quote he was also asked was it for disciplinary reasons He said no
1: like he just lied to everybody
0: so you think you're you think he's lying
1: there's no way like he's their best cornerback right Mm -hmm. there's no possible way that you have a game plan that does not include Mm -hmm. your best cornerback like something happened with Malcolm Butler over the last like two weeks since they played in the since they played who did they beat the uh the Jaguars since they beat the Jags or maybe in that game with the Jags against the Jags something happened with Malcolm Butler well, like, I, don't, th- I don't know if it, was, it, and it had to be something pretty bad. It probably wasn't the injury or something like that.
0: Well, during it that Jaguars game, bad. during that Jaguars game, Eric Rowe did get more playing time during that game because Malcolm then Butler struggled during that game. Then Malcolm Butler became sick. He re- arrived. He was in the hospital in Massachusetts okay. So he didn't arrive to oh, Minneapolis hurt. until Tuesday. Um, They said he had a good week of practice. Well, the first reports were saying he had a good week of practice. Yeah, he still was battling whatever illness this was. Um, But he had a good week of practice. Now word on the street is coming out. No, he actually had a bad week of practice. And then there's even some reports going around that he was violating curfew and found smoking marijuana. Like, there are reports from some notable journalists and insiders that are saying he was, you know, smoking marijuana and he was found out about. There's also another report saying that yeah, there were women in the in the hotel room and, and all of that. Um,
1: he was just, just living his, like, he was just having a normal
0: week let me say this he
1: was not preparing for the super bowl
0: this is malcolm butler's third super bowl
1: okay
0: i don't think malcolm butler's doing all this stuff during super bowl week
1: not on the patriots dog. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is not his first time playing for bill belichick
0: yeah like this is the third time um here's another reason why i think the excuse of a bad practice is bogus do you remember his first Super Bowl when he played against the Seattle Seahawks and he intercepted the game winning touch? The, they intercepted the ball to win the game?
1: I remember that, yeah.
0: Well, um, all week, Malcolm Butler had a bad practice week. They said Malcolm Butler, even Saturday, the Saturday practice before the Super Bowl, even through the walkthrough, they said Malcolm Butler was struggling on that exact slant play. They said they, they practiced that slant that the Seahawks may run all week. And he struggled. And they said he couldn't even, he was getting torched for the touchdown every time. They said he couldn't even get to the spot. Even after all of that, Belichick still saw fit to put him in the game. With the Super Bowl on the line, knowing that the Seahawks may run that play. And Malcolm Butler intercepts the not just not just stops them, he intercepts it to save the game. So we know that. Last year, Malcolm Butler, decent Super Bowl last year. He played 92% of the snaps this year, started 15 of 16 games, started the two previous playoff games. And somehow you're gonna say, well, it's 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 because of his the uh, practice habits this week come on that's bogus that's bogus also i don't believe also i don't believe the whole thing with the marijuana i don't believe the curfew thing and the reason why i don't believe the marijuana and the curfew thing is because if it was curfew i mean you're not gonna give you're not gonna have your best corner miss the entire game If anything, you say, Look, you're not starting or you're not playing the first quarter. Or if you want to be real extreme, yo, you ain't playing the first half. Like, but this is the Super Bowl. You could punish
1: it. After you start losing? (laughs) He's coming in the game. I don't don't care what happened last night. I'm going to handle this. You get to get in the game right now. Yeah. And that's the
0: thing after especially that alshon jeffrey touchdown which he would have been there yeah if it wasn't him it would have been gilmore but with gilmore the the you know on the other side it obviously it would have been him over eric rowe understandable but when you're when you're down
1: you gotta I think, have your best players in the game
0: i think you just gotta put them in like you you and I, I'm tired of people talking about the Patriot way, the Patriot way. Yeah, the Patriot way lost you a game. Because I tell you this, if Malcolm Butler's on that field, there were some plays out there. Like, for example, the Nelson Aguilar, uh, crucial fourth, uh, third down conversion in the third quarter where um, Aguilar was stopped short initially of the first down marker. And the backup corner, Couldn't even... Couldn't get him down. Malcolm Butler is a good tackler. Malcolm Butler would have got him in the open field. And the reason why I say that is... Malcolm Butler started 15 or 16 games this year. That corner didn't play much this year. So, obviously, in a situation like that, he's not going to have it. So, I and then you know you get down by all these points like at some point you got to put him in the game and you just got to say look we will discipline you another way after this game we're gonna make sure we do it but we need to win this game phil sims was on mad dog sports radio yesterday and he was asked a question like if you are a teammate and you see what's going on would you question the head coach and he was like yeah i would he's like because at the end of the day this is the super bowl he was this like
1: not a week four matchup.
0: <laughs> and then there was another caller that was like, look, the only reason Malcolm Butler should yeah. not play in this game is if he committed a violent felony. <laughs> 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 like a violent <laughs> felony. Not <Nah,
1: laughs> they want, he had to murder somebody to get out of the game. So. Or
0: like assault someone, like
1: and what made it worse is he's in uniform. If you if you if it, this was a oh, they discipline have told him about this forever. Like they should have told him about this when he woke up. Yeah,
0: and just been or even two hours before cause uh the um active rosters only needed I think an hour before the game. Like you just be like, Oh, you just not suiting up tonight, you're gonna be in street clothes.
1: Something. And someone not, else is just actually, gonna do- not not when they're on the field.
0: Yes, not after warming up, not after the National Anthem and you're about to go out there for probably the coin toss and you're like, oh, by the way, you ain't you ain't playing.
1: You're not, chill, back, chill, chill back here.
0: So to all these people who say, well, it's the Patriot way and I believe in Belichick, nah, I think Belichick overthought the situation. I think Belichick said, you know what? I, I don't think he's going to be a good fit, so I'm not going to play him. And then obviously Belichick being as arrogant as, as he is, even when losing, he felt like, well, I'm not putting them in because I'm standing behind what I believe. I don't think it's any disciplinary reason. I don't think it's any bad practice habits. I think Belichick just made his mind. He wasn't putting them in. And even in uh, while they were losing, he said, "I'm still not putting them in." And then, of course, you know how Malcolm Butler—he's been beefing about his contract, which rightfully so. I mean, you
1: remember? You look. You remember this happens. This happens with New England cornerback. Like that's a thing. Like mm-hmm. I know you remember when this when this first started with uh, what is it? Ty Law. Ty Law. Like, he was unhappy with his contract. He was like uh, a lawyer Malloy. Lawyer Malloy. It's always defensive backs. Rodney. Uh, no, was it Rodney Harrison? Uh, Harrison
0: happy. ended there, but Asante Samuels.
1: Asante Samuels. It's always mm-hmm. defensive backs in New England.
0: I mean, we kind of saw it with, uh, um. Chandler Jones and um yep. Jamie is Collins.
1: What is it? Vincent Wilfort too. Yep, Vincent like, oh, we're, not, we're not about to pay. You're out of here, dog. And then he goes to Texas, and Texas has one of the best defensive uh best defenses in the NFL.
0: Oh, here's another reason why I don't think it was drug related. I'm looking right now on Google. Um Do you remember I think it was either Jamie Collins or Chandler Jones? One of them the night before the game had to be rushed to the hospital because they were smoking synthetic marijuana.
1: <laughs> you remember that? Was it? Yes. Is that
0: true? Yes. Dang. Uh I'm looking right now on Google. It was Chandler Jones.
1: He said you know. It's Chandler Jones, right? Yep. I he... mean, his you know who his brother is.
0: Yes, I do know who Chandler Jones's brother is. It is John Bones Jones so you know brothers like to dabble in some stuff (laughs) they do but uh, Chandler Jones was out here during the playoff run that was the year I think they didn't make it to the Super Bowl but they were one game short but my point is my man was hospitalized and it was a known thing that he was using synthetic marijuana Uh,
1: which is ridiculous
0: during football season, was admitted to the hospital and still played in the playoff game. And it was a playoff game that they needed to go to the Super Bowl. So to hear, you know, Malcolm Butler possibly not playing because of marijuana—that's bogus to me. It makes no sense.
1: What did they um, do to Chandler Jones at the end of the season? Though, also,
0: they did uh, release him or traded him. But that's after the season. You made a great point. Like. They were like, "Hey, while he's here, let's use him, we need to, him to win." Play. Um, but then, from now on, and then after we make the move, and I think that's what they should probably do. If you feel like Malcolm Butler is not good for your team, okay, fine. But like, finish the season out. Like that. That's a, That just makes so much sense. Just finish the season out. Um, uh, Eagles. Doug Peterson. He has done something that lots of coaches facing Bill Belichick have not done and it was in the moment they just he just wasn't scared their game plan their game plan was phenomenal uh not only that in high pressure situations he put his faith in his team and said look we we've, we've done this so far i didn't know this but the eagles had the most fourth down conversions all season
1: I didn't know that until the yeah same
0: so i mean he's just like look we've been doing this all year why why are we stopping it and i feel like every team that faces the patriots they always go against what got them there they weren't scared like uh, not handing
1: the ball to marshawn lynch and not running the ball at all in the second half if you're the falcons
0: makes makes no sense at all makes no nothing sense. nothing
1: of the things that got you there
0: but um so yeah eagles super bowl champs oh, yeah. they now can brag they can I talk guess. they can they can they can no, you saw break.
1: the the meme it was a uh, the eagles trophy case and Donovan McNabb was standing in front of it and in the trophy case there was just a it was a can of uh, chunky soup <laughs> jokes are done um, now no nope. more. More jokes,
0: no more jokes. Super Bowl MVP was Nick Foles, well deserved. Um both secondaries were kind of bad. Oh, <laughs> they were, they were kind of bad. Defense
1: did not show up on Sunday for either team. And if and
0: it's the one time the defense really showed up was when they strip uh Tom Brady. And yeah. you know.
1: That was it. The, Tom... the defense stayed on the plane.
0: Talking about Tom Brady, he had a chance of getting a reception, and he dropped it.
1: Yeah. Look, and look, you reverse those roles. If Tom Brady throws that pass to somebody and they drop it, oh, he's getting – that, that receiver is getting screamed at. <laughs> Nobody even looked at Tom Brady after that. Mm-hmm. Like, the <laughs> All quarterback the... should have thrown him under the – or the dude that passed him on the ball should have thrown him under the bus. Dog. <laughs>
0: All, all, everyone was trying to give Tom Brady a pass, and I'm just like, nah, you nah, know what?
1: what? Hit my I'm man like, in the hands.
0: <laughs> actually, Tom Brady was so bad, it like touched his fingertips because he didn't know how to actually get to the ball.
1: <laughs> it was terrible. Like, <laughs> like Tom, the pass was pr- six, six, right. <laughs>
0: He's about like six. He's
1: six 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 five. He's six five. Yeah, something, like right? yeah, something
0: like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah.
1: A six five receiver got to make that catch. That's an. That's a no, that's an easy
0: one. When the ball was in the air, I I said to myself, "He's gonna drop it. He's gonna <laughs> drop it. the way he was running." I was like, "He's gonna <laughs> drop it. He's just not athletic." Like,
1: like how many times? when was the last time you think Or how how often do you think they practice that play?
0: I mean, they probably practice it every week, probably you know, knowing the Patriots week,
1: right? Yeah, like yeah, that's something coming into the Super Bowl. Yeah,
0: yeah <laughs> that's, that's
1: unfortunate.
0: <laughs> so, did yeah. it did not look good uh, so I guess Giselle Bunchin was right Tom cannot throw and catch the ball
1: <laughs> at the same time cannot.
0: So shout out to Giselle for cannot. telling us facts years ago straight facts that you know Tom cannot throw and catch the ball
1: only do one of those things
0: <laughs> so uh Real quick before we end the NFL segment, uh, Hall of Fame inductees were announced for the 2018 Pro Football Hall of Fame. You have looking at these names real quick. You have Ray Lewis, first ballot uh, Hall of Famer Brian Urlacher, um, Brian Dawkins, Randy Moss, first uh, ballot, Terrell Owens. It almost uh, didn't see that coming hmm. bobby bethard jerry kramer and robert brazil um all of these men are undeserving bobby bethard was a gm i want to say for the redskins during their heyday and maybe some other teams but definitely the redskins during their heyday uh jerry kramer uh good offensive great offensive lineman for the Green Bay Packers back in the day took him way too long to get in here and Robert Brazil he was a linebacker for the Oilers very good career of course Randy brought Randy Moss he him and Jay Rice are the only wide receivers to get into the Hall of Fame on their first attempt but Terrell Owens I think it was just way too long for him to get in like
1: how long, how long has he been eligible?
0: This was his third year.
1: Yeah, I'm glad he got in. It also should not have taken him this long, but you know, people have really a... Uh...
0: It's not the it's hall of morality.
1: morality. Yeah, people have a, a lot of different opinions on Terrell Owens, but you should not be able to the, dispute his greatness on the football field. He was ridiculous. Like, you might not like him as a person, but when he... When he came to, when he was there to play, he was there to play, and he always came to play. He had a broken leg for the Super Bowl and put up crazy numbers.
0: Yes, and if the Eagles had won that Super Bowl, he would have been MVP, not not Donovan yeah. McNabb,
1: without question.
0: Because I think he had like ten catches for like hundred. You
1: know, he yards. was balling. He was like he had a, you know, you know how Gronk was unstoppable. Terrell Owens mm-hmm. was unstoppable that game with a broken leg.
0: So these guys will be inducted into the Hall of Fame. We spoke about it last week um, because it broke right before we posted our podcast last week, but we do want to get into it real quick. Alex Smith traded to the Washington Redskins for Kendall Fuller in the draft pick. Um, so the days are days are numbered for Kirk Cousins, but report came out yesterday that the Washington Redskins are still interested in franchising?
1: Uh, stop! 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 Kirk Cousins, crazy,
0: and then trying to make some deal
1: after God, that just sounds stupid. That sounds very dumb, and I don't know. Like, does has that what was the last time that happened? That's kind of like a. It would be like a sign and trade for a quarterback in the NFL.
0: Yeah, if the Redskins I do that. Look, you 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 Who made your best. Who
1: want to do that?
0: No, the thirty-one other teams are gonna look at you and say, "Oh, we don't have to give you anything because we can God. let this man walk," or y'all could just have two quarterbacks on the team making twenty something Stupid. Some stupid. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> don't
1: because they like franchise tag Kurt like he has to get paid like a ton of money. I think it's we'll like thirty,
0: yeah, thirty About, mil. Uh,
1: this is this sounds this is not true. This is not gonna
0: happen. Locked up in
1: quarterbacks. one hundred percent not about to happen.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, so if the Redskins do that, that would my be amazing. goodness, I would die laughing. And other thirty-one teams just call their bluff and be like, "Oh, okay, you gonna do yes. that?" All right, because <laughs> what's the incentive? What's the incentive for the other teams? Like, there's none.
1: <laughs> there's zero.
0: Why are we going to trade you something when he could just easily just we could just sign him? like? So that was one report. I think it was from Albert Breer uh, that had came up with that. Um, any other NFL news? Oh, well, I guess it's official Josh McDaniels. Uh, he is the head coach for the Indianapolis Colts and Matt Patricia, head coach of the Detroit Lions. Uh, let's move to our champ and chump of the week start with you matt who is your champ
1: of the week uh zach levine i'm really happy that he's back like i'm really happy that he's back out here like he's seen he looks like he is 100 back in like he's got his legs back under him he Threw it down crazy or Jakar Sampson last night. Something ridiculous. If you haven't seen it, go I check it out. I haven't seen it, but I heard about it. It is filthy. Like, I don't know, like, this, uh, Sampson must have, like, had no idea that Zach Levine used to be in a dunk contest. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he seems to be back. He's found a new home in Chicago, and I'm pretty happy for him. Zach Levine is a pretty good player. Uh, he's a dynamic player, and he's, you know, gotten better. His game has improved vastly since his rookie year. So, you know, I'm glad to see him back healthy.
0: Uh, my champ of the week goes to head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles, Doug Peterson. Baby, Peterson, Peterson uh, just never backed down against the great Bill Belichick. Um, he had faith in his team and was aggressive at all points of the game. That's what you have to do to beat the Patriots. You have to be talented enough, and then you have to be smart enough and aggressive enough. You just got to go out there and score points. And for some reason, teams in the NFL have not figured that out, but the average fan can figure that one out. Matt, who is your chump of the week?
1: Uh, My chump of the week is Cleveland Cavaliers. They're terrible. Because you're a chump. Like, awful awful they, I've never seen a LeBron James team this bad even when they had Ira Nubel, stop playing with my name I ain't gonna say it no more like they Mm-mm. weren't this bad mm. like you remember those Danielle Marshall Ira Renewable teams they did not look this bad like they can't play defense in Cleveland people are fighting like they are not happy with each other <laughs> Isaiah Thomas is screaming and cursing at people this is not good and, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't like this at all. The People are talking about the Cavs not making the playoffs, which is just ridiculous. There's, they're definitely going to make the playoffs. But, like, they got to not feel comfortable in going to the, the finals. And if you're a LeBron James team and you don't make it to the finals, it's a wasted season. Like, there's no point to, like, losing the playoffs. You play to win the game.
0: I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. Um, Just, uh, well, I guess we'll talk about it later in our NBA segment. But yeah, (laughs) the Cavaliers are pretty bad right now. My chump of the week is Bill Belichick, head coach of the New England Patriots, just for not putting Malcolm Butler in that game, knowing good and well that Malcolm Butler can be a big improvement than whoever his replacement was and then just you know just for being outcoached because he was outcoached who who would have thought he was definitely outcoached so Bill Belichick is my chump of the week let's just move right into the NBA you mentioned Cleveland Cavaliers struggling had Ooh. a blowout loss uh, Saturday night against the Rockets um after the game, we said, Man, we should have placed bets on the parlay. Oh, look. There are a few bets where I was like, You know what? We could have made money off of this.
1: Oh, absolutely. We got to start looking at those some more. Yes. Uh,
0: they got blown. Once a week. I don't even know what the score is, but they got blown out. It this is the
1: by, same. It lost by like 30 and some change, I think.
0: So this is the second like Saturday home game that they've lost by like massacre. thirty plus points. Yeah, massacre. Because it was two week was it two weeks ago they lost against the uh, Thunder or was it a week ago?
1: I think it was a week ago. Oh jeez, Lord! No, they've been getting thrashed. <laughs> like, man, so they can't get they can't get it together. Dwayne Wade sitting on the bench looking at LeBron James, just sick man. They thought it was about to be the uh, Miami Heat days again. Nope. They don't know what to do with Cleveland.
0: I mean, we've we've said it earlier. It's just a poorly designed team. It's like their team
1: don't... is doesn't make any sense.
0: Perfect. Like they like you
1: know how the NBA is right now. You and you know what you need to succeed as an NBA franchise and like team. They don't have too many of those players. Like they have not surrounded LeBron James with the type of talent that he would need to succeed in the new NBA and. Yeah, you can really see it right now. Like they have two, they have two people that have to have the ball in their hands. For like, LeBron James makes everybody better when he has the ball in his hands. But Isaiah Thomas needs the ball in his hand to do anything. Like he's not a catching shooter. Kevin Love is cannot play defense at all against who? Who would he have to play defense against? Uh, KG, I mean KD or Draymond Green? That's not about to happen. They don't have enough shooters. Like. I don't know. They don't have they, they don't have enough athletes for real. That's what you kind of need: this athletic wings. They can shoot the three and play defense. Like that's a rare thing, but that's what you need with LeBron James. Just athletes, people that can rebound and play defense.
0: Yeah, um, the key for a LeBron James team is to have LeBron James who does what he does and scores the amount of points that he scores. Then just at least one other score, and then you just need. A lot of three and D guys.
1: That's it. You a know, defensive minded rim protecting big would be a bonus, but you know, those don't come those don't grow in trees.
0: That's very true. But uh yeah. yeah, so I think that's one of the big problems with the Cavs. The Cavs just got it's like the Cavs got an all-star team, but like an all-star team that was like three, four, five years late, like because yeah. you have Dwayne Wade, you have their they team
1: six years ago. People would be like, "Man, this is the greatest basketball team ever assembled." you know, minus,
0: but, I think. but you know, but they're just like a few years late, a few injuries late, and then certain people just don't really get playing time. Like, uh, you know, for a minute, Jeff Green was not getting much playing time, yeah.
1: and, and I don't, I think Cal Corver should probably get more clock than he does and, and that's that's remember.
0: that's the thing Corver is probably their only like true three-point
1: shooter that's it it's kind of, like Channing Channing Frye still on that team yeah but he does barely well now he's getting in the game but he wasn't he's getting- a little, that's what they need they need people that can catch and shoot they need people who just I don't know but neither neither one of them can play defense so it kind of doesn't matter I don't yeah, know. they're just they're in a very bad po- a very bad spot right now.
0: NBA trade day, trade deadline is this week and earlier in okay. this podcast I mentioned that we, you and I that's possibly have some good news that yeah, could happen. Um Gore is on the trade block officially. Wizards have
1: uh got to get rid of that guy.
0: According to Brian Windhorst, the Washington Wizards have been engaged in trade talks involving center Marcin Gortat. Several teams have shown interest, but the Wizards are looking to improve their team now while not taking on additional long-term money, sources said. So, this can mean, and the very next paragraph kind of implies that, who the Wizards are really looking for.
1: DeAndre
0: Jordan. Washington Wizards has expressed interest in LA Clippers Center, DeAndre Jordan. There we go. Because mm-hmm. Gortat has a one-year $13.5 million contract left while Jordan can opt out next year. So the key with if the Wizards can get Jordan, okay. You get rid of Gortat You have This
1: would be amazing if the you Wizards have
0: Jordan. Can get DeAndre Jordan. Mm-hmm. You have Jordan for the remainder of the year. Uh-huh. If he likes it,
1: he oh, may he's sign. gonna like DC. He's DeAndre Jordan looks like somebody he will like. minus the cold weather. Like he's gonna be blown for a little bit because of that, but I think he would have fun playing with John Wall and Bradley Bill and Otto Porter and Kelly Oubre. Like that would be a very very strong starting five. And or and what is it? Marquise Morris would still be here, hopefully. Mm-hmm. That would be pretty good.
0: And. If he doesn't like it, then you just cleared up space. You not got a better talent that. for the remainder of the year. Go so after
1: Demarcus,
0: you got, exactly. You got space for Demarcus, or just a group of players that can make this team better.
1: So someone not named Ian Mahimi. She definitely not not anybody Mahaney. but him.
0: Even last night on the radio broadcast, they said Mahimi. <laughs> this is what they said on the Washington Wizards. They're about, to broadcast. They're
1: about to disrespect my man. Len Consor said
0: if Jan Mahim is going to the bench, it's because he fouled out or he's about to foul out. This is the backup center.
1: That's not what he said is 100% accurate. Like, <laughs> he is definitely. I'm trying to think about who's worse. There's a couple players that are worse than him in the NBA. It is not that many. Like, he's probably bottom five players in the NBA. Like he doesn't do anything well except be seven feet tall or however tall he is. He's a tall guy.
0: Yo, that is disrespectful.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hold on, it's disrespectful, That's but it's hilarious. factual. The only reason why I say it's oh, disrespectful
1: no, it is, is because it, is it was very a, accurate.
0: The only reason why I say it's disrespectful is because it is a Washington Wizards employee That's said.
1: Oh, <laughs> they shouldn't say it at all. They look. He can run up on them. They might be at the. They might be at work together at the same time. <laughs> I want that smoke, dog. I don't <laughs> want no smoke with Eva Himi. But I don't work at the <laughs> center, so he's like, pull up in here. He's a, this is Glenn Consor. of the They world. gave his first and last
0: name. <laughs> he's a Yon Mahimi.
1: Yon Mahimi is going to the
0: bench door. Means he is fouled out or he's <laughs> about to foul out. Because Yon Mahimi fouled out last night. He, he fouls out most nights. Are you the bitch? Are you this backup center? You fouling
1: eight out. minutes? Fouling out. <laughs> he fouled out. <laughs> he fouled out in Oklahoma game when I went to that. Played <laughs> like seven minutes. <laughs> That's crazy. This dude is terrible. Uh, so bad. If the, I don't. I try not to think about it too much. But in the off season, this just this last year. If the Wizards had, like, just not paid Mahimi this much money, I wanted them to go after Tyreek Evans and Mike Beasley for the bench. Like, could you just imagine, like, Tyreek Evans and Mike Beasley being on the Wizards' bench right now? It would be bananas. They couldn't go after anybody and the thing of he, he makes 18 million dollars
0: and that's the thing because beasley was he only making like a million or two or something like that
1: he's making he's making both of them i think tyreek evans contract is one year 3.3 3 million dollars and mike beasley's is less than that <laughs> like could you imagine if the wizards got both of them or even just tyreek evans like mike beasley might be a little bit too crazy for the area but tyreek evans would have literally been a perfect fit coming off the bench, doing the exact same thing that he's doing in Memphis, but doing it for the Wizards. For $3 million. But yeah. the Wizards have Mahimi, who gets paid $18 million to foul out of games, the fastest in NBA history. <laughs> Crazy. Man.
0: But real quick, let's go through these uh possible Players on the trade block. We of course mentioned DeAndre Jordan, right. uh, Tyreke Evans, Will. Uh, oh, you mentioned
1: Evans, absolutely. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, who are some other guys that could be possibly? I think Marcus
1: Clarkson.
0: Ye- yep, Jordan Clarkson or, or um, jo- uh, Randall. Julius Randle. Maybe think...
1: Larry Nance. Mm,
0: interesting. I Maybe think
1: uh... everyone on the Lakers team actually, except for like you know, Lonzo and Brandon Ingram and Cal.
0: Yeah, I think um, there's a lot of players on the Lakers that could possibly be on the trade block. It is a ton, but also Marcus Gasol of yeah, the hey. of the of the Memphis Grizzlies.
1: He could probably who, who, who would you like to see Marcus Gasol play with? You put me on a, on a, on on spot. The <sighs> tough one. He look. He's a he's a, he's a he's a he's a older, slower center, but he's still pretty good.
0: I don't know, but. I mean, at Memphis. I don't believe like they're going anywhere now. This is the time to rebuild.
1: Mike Conley hurt. Might have to get rid of Mike, but he gets paid so much money, like a ton. Hey, what if what if Mark what if Marcus Gasol ended up at the in the Wizards instead of uh DeAndre Jordan? You still happy? Mm,
0: yeah, it's better than Gortat. Yeah, it's
1: true. But you go from one older center to another older center. Neither one of them are blocking shots, but at least Marcus All is going to get some rebounds. Exactly, and some real rebounds, not no slap. <laughs> not not
0: rebounds. any, not any slap the butt. Exactly, not no, no
1: volleyball ball. rebounds. That's so disrespectful yeah. for yeah. you to say something like that.
0: So uh, NBA All Star Weekend is coming up soon, and I uh, just want to go through some. Uh, I guess the participants for the All-Star Weekend Slam Dunk Contest is um, Dennis Smith Jr. of the Dallas Mavericks, Larry Nance Jr. of the Los Angeles Lakers, Victor Oladipo of the Indiana Pacers, and Donovan Mitchell of the Utah Jazz. He replaced uh, Aaron Gordon of the Orlando Magic. Who do you think is going to – well, we'll give our prediction next week because I think uh, it's next week. So we'll give our prediction next week. But those are the the participants. In the three-point shootout, you have Devin Booker of the Phoenix Suns, Wayne Ellington of the Miami Heat, Bradley Beal of the Washington Wizards, Clay Thompson of the Gold State Warriors, Paul George of the Oklahoma City Thunder, Kyle Lowry of the Toronto Raptors, Eric Gordon of the Houston Rockets, and Tobias Harris now of the Los Angeles Clippers.
1: Steph not in it? No Steph, no KD.
0: Nah, Steph said he wasn't gonna be in it.
1: Nah, dog. Not trying to not trying to see Clay win another one.
0: So then we have the skills competition This is an interesting bunch of players But it should be fun Lou Williams of the Los Angeles Clippers Jamal Murray of the Denver Nuggets Spencer Dinwiddie of the Brooklyn Nets Christoph Porzingis of the New York Knicks Laurie Marketing of the Chicago Bulls Joel Embiid of the Philadelphia 76ers Al Harrington of the Boston Celtics And Buddy Hill of the Sacramento Kings He replaced Al Horford, sorry, Uh, Al Horford. Al
1: that would have been a good one.
0: (laughs) Al Horford of the Boston Celtics and Buddy Hill of the Sacramento Kings, who is replacing Donovan Mitchell. The the Rising Star game, which is the last few years, it's been the world versus uh, Team USA, Bogdan. Bogdanovich from Serbia. Uh, he plays for the Sacramento Kings. Dylan Brooks from Canada plays for the Grizzlies. Um, Joel Bede from Cameroon playing for the plays for the 76ers. Buddy Hill, who's from the Bahamas, playing for the Kings. marketing from Finland plays for the Bulls. Jamal Murray from Canada plays for the Nuggets. Frank nila Kina from France plays for the Knicks. Uh, demana Sabonis from Lithuania plays for the indiana pacers dara dario sarik croatia i was about to say croatia croatia (laughs) who plays for the 76ers and ben simmons from also from the 76ers who was uh born in australia team usa is going to have lonzo ball of the lakers malcolm of the bucks jalen browns of the celtics john collins of the atlanta hawks i have not seen john collins play a game yet but i heard he's pretty good Chris Dunn of the Chicago Bulls, Brandon Ingram of the Lakers, Kyle Kuzma of the Lakers, Donovan Mitchell of the Jazz, Dennis Smith Jr. of the Mavericks, and Jason Tatum of the Celtics. So that is All-Star Weekend, and then we'll talk about, I guess, the All-Star Game next week. Um, Let's just get right into it. Reddit topic of the week, man. Let's Let's do it. Let's do it, man. Uh, Every week... We go on Reddit and we find interesting topics or stories and then we discuss them here on the show together. So, Matt, let's start with you. You mentioned that your Reddit topic of the week is surrounded around the Washington Wizards. Let's take a listen
1: to it. My Reddit topic of the week is, I'm going to get, I'm going to pull up the numbers real quick just because I don't want to give y'all any false information. The Wizards have assisted on 74% of their bucket since John Wall went out, and their record is 5 0. Oh. Perfect. Before Wall went out, the assist percentage was 59%. Warriors led the league. Ah! <laughs> Warriors lead the league in assist percentage for the season at 70%. Since John Wall has gotten hurt, the Wizards have led the league, apparently, with assist percentage a really good stat to have as a team and you know, it shows me like two things that the Wizards, I guess that they're a pretty good, a a well-coached team and they play basketball the right way which is a really good thing and it also has showed me that John Wall has to have been hurt like for a long time like way longer than any of us thought and yeah, I'm glad that he's shut it down and he's trying to get back together so he can be healthy for the playoff push but until then, it looks like the Wins are still going to be able to remain competitive, like, and not even not not only competitive, but very competitive, playing at a high level. One of the things that they've struggled with in the past is being from the area. You know this is very extremely well, also, Jeremy. The they can't they they play down and up to their competition, mm-hmm. and it gets them into trouble sometimes against uh, teams that are less good. In the five game winning streak, they beat the Hawks and the magic two teams that are you know they're struggling they're not they're not playoff teams so it's a team that the wizards would normally have a chance to lose against like and people will be blown around the city (laughs) but they also beat the thunder the raptor and the pacers three playoff teams so it's good it's a good little five game win streak they've had and i'm glad that you know the ball is moving pretty well in washington it's good news
0: um it is great news actually. So let me let me say that first. Great news actually that the Washington Wizards are on this 5 and 0 and 0 record since John Wall has been shut down. Um you've had players like Bradley Beal who just said when everyone gets the ball, everyone's happy, we succeed um but what does annoy me about this situation is we have players like martin gortat who chimed in on the situation and pretty much said um the same thing and i was just kind of like martin um you are not in the place to discuss these things in the open uh (laughs) there's sometimes where you kill the messenger and that's one of the moments and not only that i feel like players like martin gortat have made local fans feel the same way and start expressing the same thing. I even heard someone say, why don't we trade John Wall?
1: What?
0: Yeah, yes. Local fans what? have said that on Sports Talk Radio. I even heard kind of uh, a host in local Sports Talk kind of just say it like, like, well, it's a possibility. Like, it might be something we might need to think of.
1: Okay, so a- like I As, never heard that, but there's this like, you, this is kind of like an old reference, but do you remember when Rudy Gay used to play for the Memphis Grizzlies? Mm-hmm. It was a similar situation. Rudy Gay was on that team. They got He got hurt. He was I know the where you're going player.
0: with this, but go ahead.
1: He was probably one of the better players on the team. He got hurt. The team started playing better. They traded him to the Raptors, I think. And then like ever since then i think the what is it the memphis grizzlies have yet to find a like a real score wing to replace him uh-huh. and their team has you know their team is one of the worst teams right now the last couple years they made the playoffs but they weren't like you 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 couldn't see them really beating the war or i don't know they, they were good for a little bit after the rudy gay trade but it's hard but in to the long run those type of points yeah that's what i'm so. saying and John Wall is not Rudy Gay. John Wall is very dynamic, and he makes everyone on the Wizards better when he is 100%. So, like, training, training John Wall, he should be almost, John Wall should almost be a, no, like a, a player untouchable in the NBA. Like, he's far too good of a point guard to be, be traded. He does too much for your team.
0: Yeah, I, look, your your facts about the assists going up and the Wizards winning great um and I hope the Wizards build on this uh but I don't want to hear fans pretty much saying well John Wall's the reason why the team was struggling
1: that's not the truth
0: Uh, yeah it's not the truth that it was because of him um and I also don't want to see another star player be blamed in this area because, um, you remember what happened with Chris Weber? A lot of things, oh,
1: Chris, when they ran Chris him out of town.
0: Chris Weber was ran out of town. And what happened? He ended up playing better, was a game away from the finals, and was perennially in the Western Conference finals or Western All-Star Conference semifinals and all star oh. team. Um, Rod Strickland ran out of town, Richard Hamilton.
1: Ben Wallace.
0: Mm-hmm. Rasheed Wallace. They saw they thought he was just young and immature. It didn't even give him a chance to really grow here in Washington.
1: God, uh, they, the, Wizards, the Wizards need to do everything they can possibly do to keep John Wall, keep Bradley Bill, keep Otto Porter, keep um Kelly Oubre. Their draft picks, I think the Wizards, the Wizards have drafted pretty well, but they do a bad job of Player development and retention. Sometimes, mm-hmm. like, imagine if the Wizards right now still had um, the uh, Trevor Booker and what is it, Andre Blatch coming off the bench, mm-hmm. or Nick Young, or uh, Javel McGee. Like, if they had just the players that they drafted, their team would be their bench would their their bench problem would be fixed. Just, just off of their draft
0: pick uh uh-huh. another thing ernie grenfell was trading draft picks left and right
1: all over the place so
0: like we had a few drafts where you had one pick the entire draft or you had none i remember i think it was two years ago the wizards didn't even have a pick like they had to trade make a trade to get into the draft which affected them last year so yeah it's it's interesting but yes i am proud that the wizards are on the streak and I hope they can keep it up. But I hope the Wizards, the players, I hope the players don't start pointing fingers and saying, well, it's John Wall as the reason. Look, John Wall is going to be ball, ball dominant. We understand that. but John Wall also shoots the ball up. I understand that. But let's not try to make it like, oh, well, we don't need him. That's what I don't want. I don't want it to be, we don't need John Wall.
1: Like, do you know how many teams would love to have John Wall on their team? Like, most teams in the NBA,
0: like I would probably say, twenty nine other teams would yeah, probably. The only take it.
1: for real, for real, the only teams that would not want John Wall are the Thunder.
0: Yeah, Thunder probably be the, the only team.
1: Thunder and like the, the Rockets, Warriors probably. Yeah, I wouldn't even Warriors, say the,
0: Rockets. I wouldn't even say the Warriors. I think the Warriors, if they could somehow, like let's say somehow, get John Wall, they'd and be like, like "Yo, you trying to beat that backup?"
1: Like,
0: or you can, we can just go small and just go, uh, wall, wall at the two, uh, Thompson at the three, oh Draymond God. at the five,
1: that's
0: um, much. and Katie. Katie at the four with Steph that's
1: <laughs> Like God, That's too much.
0: That's too cause, much. Cause the thing about it is Clay doesn't need the ball. He just catches and
1: shoots, so it's not like you're adding another. Like KD doesn't, KD can catch and shoot. Like Draymond would be blown because he wouldn't be able to be the point guard anymore.
0: Yeah, that might be it. But I mean, John. Well, actually, Draymond Green could because Draymond because John Wall could just play off ball on that on that specific team. True. And just be a score. <laughs> but yeah, there's, there's very few teams in the NBA that would not take John Wall right now. But So yeah, let's not, as Washington natives, get overboard and start thinking like we, we don't really need John Wall. In an 82-game season, you're going to need John Wall. You don't want to play 82 games without John Wall. Nope. You don't want to play a playoff game without John Wall. You definitely don't. You definitely do not. So as we move on to uh, my Reddit topic of the week uh, with the Super Bowl uh, two days ago and the Philadelphia Eagles winning their first Super Bowl in franchise history made me think about cities that do not have or cities that have championship drought with their professional teams. But um, I do want to start off specifically with the NFL. So teams that do not have a Super Bowl victory in the NFL. I think there's 12 teams. And out of the 12 teams, I think it's four or five of them. Four or five of them started like 20 years ago of those teams. For example, like the Carolina Panthers, the Jacksonville Jaguars, the now houston texans the now the the i guess the current uh cleveland browns because the current cleveland browns isn't the original cleveland browns um so there's 12 teams um i wish i mean i know a lot of them off the top of my head um I know, I know, uh, I know quite a few of them off the top of my head. We have uh, the Detroit Lions that haven't won a Super Bowl. The Minnesota Vikings, we don't want to talk about that. Um, the Cleveland Browns, obviously, right now. The Bengals. So that's four. I mentioned Carolina's five. Jacksonville is six. Texans is seven. Titans is eight. The Cardinals nine um
1: uh, the
0: Dolphins, want one. Dolphins won wow. um, there's 12 so I have nine I'm missing three teams right now uh three teams oh the Bills the the Bills haven't won so that's 10 so now who are the two other teams which division have I forgotten
1: you said the Titans
0: yeah, I said the Titans.
1: Um
0: Oh, the Chargers are 11.
1: Chargers, yeah.
0: So there's 11. one other team that I'm forgetting. One.
1: 11, other. one up.
0: I'm going to try and figure that out in the next 10 seconds. One other team. I said the Bills already. It's definitely 12. I said the titans already i don't know there's a 12th team and watching them. falcons falcons yep that's the 12th team there it oh. goes the falcons <laughs> are the 12 teams that have not yes. won a super bowl so yeah. out of those 12 teams which one of those teams do you think will win it first
1: uh i mean the fan in me wants to say the vikings but it'll probably be Whew. I think the Texans, I think uh I don't know. The Texans look really good with the Deshaun Watson. Like very, very good. So I wanna say maybe the Tech I think the Tech the tech, Tennessee, the Texans can do it. Texans could do it.
0: I would agree with you. The Texans are pretty close. Um They just gotta
1: stay healthy.
0: The Jaguars. Ooh, and they're in the same division. Texans and Jaguars, that's another team. And the Jaguars got there without a good quarterback. They got to the AFC Championship game legitimately without a good quarterback. Um, I think it's one of those teams, one of those two teams. And then, I mean, it's going to be dicey, but you got to check out the situation with the quarterbacks in Minnesota because there could be a situation where none of those quarterbacks
1: end up staying. Somebody got to stay, dog. Don't, don't, do, don't, don't, don't do me like that, dog. No, I'm just saying. I need, by, I need a Bridgewater or Keenum to stay.
0: One of them got to stay. Bradford definitely got to go. Bradford, no, I'm sorry. No, Your NFL no, career needs to be over. Like, You just keep on getting hurt every year.
1: It, it, once he starts doing well, he gets hurt.
0: So one of those quarterbacks got to stay, but, you know, Bridgewater, I mean, he's probably going to want to test them i guess they uh, the, the vikings got obviously going to have to sit down and discuss these things with both quarterbacks and see what the future is like is case keenum going to stay and take the money or is he going to take the money somewhere else things like that thing is if case keenum takes the big money in minnesota you know uh bridgewater is going to leave because obviously he can get money somewhere else um but if keenum doesn't leave if he does leave then you have bridgewater there um, and with that defense, that offense, Vikings could definitely be in there. So, like, the three teams that I could think of, Texans, Jaguars, Vikings, those are teams that can definitely, uh, they have not won a Super Bowl, that can win a Super Bowl pretty soon. So, um, when do you think the Browns are going to win?
1: Um, Man. Okay, so this is what has to happen for the Browns to win. They need... <laughs> what's the dude, Deshaun Kaiser? Uh-huh. They need him to be extremely good. Like, next year, they need him to be good. They need Josh Gordon to be like Josh Gordon was. Like, he needs to be like 1,600 yards. And they need to get somebody very good or both of these high draft picks that they have coming up. They need to have a very good draft this year. If you have a really good draft, you can just turn it around. But, you know, they gotta do that. And they gotta address their they gotta address the offensive and defensive line and just build from there. So I wanna yeah, that's it. That's the only possible way. And the Browns have a notoriously bad drafting history. They do. Like, they, they do not normally make the right decisions.
0: If I'm the Browns. Well, if I'm the Browns at this point. Well, you got to figure out, is Deshaun going to be your, your your guy for the future? I would say stick with Deshaun because even in the AFC North, you know you're not winning anytime soon. Oh, no. So why get even a quarterback like Kirk Cousins who's going to cost you money? Because Kirk Cousins, yes, he is probably going to win. Like, Kirk Cousins added to the Browns right now you'll probably get to seven wins, six, seven wins. And at the end of the day, is six or seven wins going to get you to the playoffs? No. Um, So go through the growing pains with Deshaun Kaiser. While going through the growing pains with Deshaun Kaiser, draft, you have the first and the fourth. I don't know who the defensive ends are that are big right now, But at least with the fourth pick, get Saquon Barkley. So you get another dynamic, skilled player. And then, I would say with the first pick, if there's someone as good as Miles uh, Jarrett, or just whoever, you know, just get a defensive end. So now you have two of them, young, cheap, could probably sign them again on their next contract. Saquon Barkley... Sean Kaiser Josh Gordon's back Chris Coleman's here that team can make noise and that team could get better as the years progress and you never know the Steelers are going to be on the down soon the Ravens are going to be on the downfall soon the Bengals are the Bengals in probably three years the Browns could probably be the team coming out of that division and once you make it to the playoffs anything's possible yeah now I do want to kind of expand this a little bit. Um, championship drought as a city on its on its entirety. You want to know who are the two that Washington. stand? Washington. <laughs> yep, Washington D.C. Washington. and San Diego. And right oh, now, crazy. San Diego only has one professional team right now, the Padres. That's it. <laughs> so it's bad. I mean, I know the I know San Diego at one point had three professional teams, but now they only have one the washington was i mean the washington area hasn't seen a professional championship of the four major sports since 1991 so it's gonna be interesting um what are some other cities that are starving for a championship honestly you came and say i don't i think every major city has won in the last 10 years you know new york's been winning philly's been winning and philly just won um philly just won two days ago uh chicago you've had the blackhawks and now of course the cubs won the year before dallas you had the mavericks win in 2011 houston or astros just won miami had the had the um the heat la what la team well la's had uh the kings I mean, they're still a hockey team, but the Kings won recently. Um, I don't know. What about uh, uh, has era Phoenix? Phoenix. No one's won in Arizona for anything recently. But then they had two thousand one. I mean, seventeen years ago. But still, I mean, they did win. So it is. It really is Washington and San Diego, <laughs> Cleveland the Cavaliers won. <laughs> so and i guess you could say cincinnati you know the Bengals and the reds they haven't really done or toronto toronto yeah Nineteen, nineteen ninety-two. 1992. so toronto um you could say cincinnati because the reds won in like 91 around the same time the uh redskins won
1: didn't they go to a world series recently
0: the reds like
1: not recently but like not that long ago
0: nah they haven't gone in a while So, yeah, man, Washington needs something, needs something, yeah, oh, maybe. Man. It's funny, the Capitals, there's, it's weird because I think local fans are kind of like, you know, we're tired of losing in the
1: oh, no, dog. Eastern I, Conference I've never semis. Won
0: so, like, this year, it's weird. Like, this year, I mean, obviously, the hardcore fans are talking about the Capitals, but the casual hockey fan is like, hmm. I mean, wake me up when the playoffs come. And that's how I feel. Like, wake that's me
1: up. That's how every Washington sports team is, though.
0: Because like, we've seen too much. Like, we've yeah, seen, they,
1: like, they look really great sometimes. And then, you know.
0: And even this year, the Caps, the Caps are leading in their division, but that's there's cool. not that buzz. Like, there's not that flair, like, yo, we're going to make it to Stanley Cup this year. I think everyone's really just like being cautious. There's like, look let's just wait and see and they had a big loss they had a big loss against the penguins on friday night so of course
1: I mean, they did they always do
0: this is gonna be interesting all right. all right man let's wrap this up uh what to watch this week matt
1: this week i think oh winter olympics starting right
0: yeah yep, you oh, took my yeah. idea
1: <laughs> let's go dog i'm excited for some. i want to see some uh some skiing events couple of snowboarding stuff yeah winter olympics that's what we we're watching this week
0: yeah they're in Pyeongchang, which is i think south korea
1: okay. interesting
0: watching i do want to see uh winter olympics Night Ni- is it nigeria uh, what's the, the,
1: the the speed racer young lady
0: well, yeah, definitely want to see her, and I'm having a blank right now. The
1: greatest speed race speed skater of all time.
0: Like you said, she she uh took what three four months to train for speed skating. She was, and...
1: else. She was just working, uh, she was doing a <laughs> roller derby. It was like, you know what, I think I'm ready to go to the Olympics now. Yeah,
0: and then uh, man, I can't remember which African nation was the uh one, but the first African nation to make it to the winter olympics they have a bobs- bobsled team
1: yo they're about to get a movie later probably
0: oh yeah they'll probably it'll probably be
1: cool um, running cool. too uh, yeah. It'll
0: probably, oh yeah it will probably they'll please. probably they'll probably call it cool runnings and they'll say whatever the country something addition just so you keep yeah. the so you keep the uh you know the store um the, the franchise going.
1: That,
0: yeah but that that will be that will be interesting. Definitely want to see that, man. Hey man, well, want to thank you Matt for everything that you do. Uh want to remind want to remind all of you all to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Just search The Sports Reality Podcast and you will find us on all three platforms. Until next time, everyone. Sports Reality. Peace.